Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Is in term yet in the January 6th investigation. A DC man now admits he was not a federal agent following a bombshell arrest. I'm John Doman. Four black women firefighters have filed a $10 million lawsuit against DC. I'm Dick Uliano. The Dow loses 47, NASDAQ down 22. It is 6 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. We are following breaking news out of Washington at this hour. U.S. officials now confirming that a key member of al-Qaeda has been killed in Afghanistan. CBS's Stephen Portnoy has details from the White House. Ayman al-Zawahiri became the leader of al-Qaeda upon the death of Osama bin Laden in the U.S. raid in 2011. Zawahiri had escaped numerous attempts on his life, and he managed to evade an international manhunt. The FBI says Zawahiri had a hand in the 1998 bombings of the U.S. embassies in Kenya and Tanzania. His last appearance was in a video released in April. The president, who is again testing positive for COVID, is expected to announce the news to the country in a speech he'll deliver from the balcony off the White House Blue Room. In the meantime, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is now in Asia and Taiwan is not off the table for a visit yet, despite warnings from China. National Security Spokesman John Kirby. We and countries around the world believe escalation serves no one. Beijing's actions could have unintended consequences that only serve to increase tensions. Kirby also confirmed today that the U.S. has approved another $550 million in aid for Ukraine. 37 people have now died in record flooding in Kentucky. Hundreds are still unaccounted for. Thousands don't have power and homes there are crumbling. Sandy Banks is in Whitesburg, Kentucky. This is the worst thing that's happened to me since my husband passed away 13 years ago. So I just feel kind of helpless. But I know God will take care of us. But it could get even worse. There is severe storm potential today in all of the impacted areas. That is just not right. Governor Andy Bashir says another round of rain is hampering relief efforts. Out west, 54 wildfires are burning in 13 states, including a fast-moving fire in Northern California. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti says that's spread to more than 55,000 acres. Officials are urging residents to take evacuation orders seriously. The Sheriff's Department confirming over the weekend they found two people dead in their car in their driveway. It appears they were overcome by flames. A man convicted of storm the U.S. Capitol on January 6th got sentenced today to more than seven years in prison. Guy Reffitt's daughters are not happy. To mark my dad as this horrible person and then having him prosecuted like this when somebody is maybe even able to get elected again doesn't seem right to me. Trump deserves life in prison if my father's in prison for this long. 
Prosecutors say Refit and other members of his right-wing militia plan to drag House Speaker Nancy Pelosi out of the Capitol by her ankles. Dow Laws 46 points. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Good evening. It is 6.03. Thanks for being with us on this Monday, August the 1st. It's 90 degrees in D.C. Make that 89. Hi, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour, one of two men arrested back in the spring on charges of impersonating a federal agent has flipped and has now pleaded guilty. As WTOP's John Doman tells us, a new information in the case has led to a new charge against the suspect. Now 40-year-old Arian Teherzadeh admits he was never a federal law enforcement officer, pleading guilty to conspiracy, a weapons charge, and a count of voyeurism. In a long plea hearing, he admitted he tried to act the part, trying to get close to members of the Secret Service and other federal agencies. He even provided apartments rent-free to some of them, though he never actually paid the rent on them. The voyeurism charge comes because he installed secret cameras at one of the apartments and recorded women having sex. Another man, 36-year-old Hader Ali, is still facing charges in connection with this. Tehrzadeh promises to cooperate with the feds. John Dome in WTOP News. Four African-American women who are D.C. firefighters have filed a $10 million race and gender discrimination suit against the city. WTOP's Dick Giuliano has that. The four women are veteran firefighters, charging that because of their race and gender, they have suffered discrimination in pay and promotions and faced much harsher discipline than their white colleagues. The four are represented by attorney Pam Keith. There's a systemic, historic ignoring of complaints of black women at D.C. FEMS. Fire Chief John Donnelly says he's not seen the lawsuit, but promises to look into charges of race and gender discrimination. Those things sound foreign to me, but we'll look into them and we'll follow them. The women firefighters say, among other things, they've been denied premium pay, which others receive who are also certified as paramedics. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A D.C. nonprofit owner who's the focus of an investigation is denying accusations of wrongdoing. Attorney General Carl Racine's office is responding to reports that Casa Ruby founder Ruby Corrado fled the U.S. with tens of thousands of dollars and also failed to pay workers and vendors. Racine plans to freeze all bank accounts associated with Casa Ruby and the nonprofit whose mission was to help young members of the LGBTQ community. The group helped those experiencing homelessness and more. Well, just this evening, Corrado told our news partners at NBC4, along with Telemundo 44, that she has never taken unauthorized money. She also says the district owes her center more than $600,000. Casa Ruby opened its doors in 2012. New this evening, he was hired in June of last year. A year later, he was suspended. Now an assistant police chief in Montgomery County is out. Carmen Fasciolo, a civilian who was appointed assistant police chief with the Montgomery County Police Department last year, had been suspended since June. Monday afternoon, Montgomery County Police spokesperson Shira Goff said Fasciolo no longer works for the county and referred questions to County Executive Mark Elrich's office. Scott Peterson with the County Executive's office offered no further details when asked about reports that Fasciolo had violated department policy in June, Elrich gave no specifics and said he was barred by law from commenting since it was a personnel issue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Major breaking news tonight. A U.S. drone strike reportedly kills al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawahri 
who had taken over for Osama bin Laden when that terrorist leader was killed a decade ago. WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green will join us live in minutes with the latest. It's 6.07. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer here. We know you're always on the go. I'll help you plan for the next few hours and even the next 10 days. Weekdays on News 4 at 4, 5, 6, and 11. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Chuck Bell. Weekday mornings from 4 to 7, I'm tracking storms, extreme heat, and any changes that could slow you down. And get the NBC Washington app for weather alerts and live radar 24-7 because the most important